Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up In Your Dream. I'm Barry Maracle, and I've been your dream coach for about 89 episodes right now, and we're doing this series on the revelation of the new creation, and you are, according to what Jesus did and according to what you accepted, by accepting what Jesus paid for, when he cried out, Lama, Lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? When he became sin, when all of sin was placed on him and he became sin so that I could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, he paid for that right then. He was eternally separated from God. That's what spiritual death is. Don't be afraid of the one that can kill the body, but be afraid, the Bible says, of the one that when you are dead in your body, you're also separated from God. And so when you don't have that opportunity to be regenerated and recreated, which, you know, if you're a believer, if you're a Christian, you have been created and then recreated in Christ Jesus. So last week I talked about the new birth and I'm going to finish that off. And that was part two. So this is kind of part three or part two, part B. And so I'm just going to uh, share a couple of scriptures that we've been working from. Um, Romans chapter 8, verse 29, it says, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of his Son. This is everything. He, it goes on to say that he might be the firstborn among, among many brethren. You are the, the many brethren or the many sisters. You are the, 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 the ones that have become part of those that are the firstborn of the firstborn. Our lineage it comes from Jesus Christ now. You were of the race of Adam, and now you are of a royal race and a priesthood. So at your new birth, you were recreated in Christ Jesus. You were naturally birthed, and then you were supernaturally rebirthed. You were naturally born into the human race and then superly, supernaturally born into the royal race. You were born onto the earth and then reborn from above. You were reborn above everything natural. You were born from heaven. You have authority now in this uh, realm of heaven and earth. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Say, I am a new creation. Old things have passed away. That means all things, old things have died. They've perished. They've passed away. And behold, all things have become new. This is who you are. You are a brand new creation. And I'm going to be getting into some uh, really good, um, uh, really good study and, and, um, articulation of why all things have become new and why all things have passed away. So 
2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We don't understand that he became. The one that knew no sin became sin. Wow. What a price. What a price that he paid. So um, I'm going to skip right down to where we left off last week. Actually, let's just... um, I just want to touch on Jeremiah. I want to reiterate this in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. It says here, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Now, I mentioned last week that a lot of ministers preach this scripture like it's a New Testament or New Covenant uh, scripture. It is not. You are no longer a dirty, rotten, scumbag sinner saved by grace. that's not your definition. You have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are a brand new creation. All old things have passed away and all things have become new. You cannot, if you are born again, or if you're born from above or born from heaven or born from the spirit, you are no longer, your heart can be no longer defined as desperately wicked. That word, desperately wicked, is a Hebrew word, anas. It means incurably sick. You cannot heal something that is incurably sick. It is incurable, so thus it, it cannot be cured. So you can't, you, you can't fix it, so you got to recreate it. It's got to be something brand new, and that's what God said in Ezekiel chapter 36. I will put a new heart in them. And I'll put my spirit in them and I will cause them. He's he's giving us a brand new heart. He's given us a brand new spirit. And we have become one with the spirit of the living God. So that's where it says in 1 Corinthians 6, 17. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. This is huge. This is one of the unveilings, the revealings, the... Uh, the mysteries that are being unveiled in this season is that we have become one with the creator of the universe. My God, we have to, guys, we need to lay hold of the promises of God. You need to know that you have become one with the spirit of the living God and that changed everything. Okay, so I started, I, I ended last week with Exodus chapter three, verse five, and this is where I want to pick up and I want to go into it uh, with a lot more detail and speak to you about that whole scripture. Uh, so let me just read it here. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off for where you are standing is holy ground. For the place where you stand is holy ground. So this is where Moses was running for 40 years for sedition, murder, and treason from the courts of Pharaoh and Egypt. He, he was the son, adopted son. Nobody knew he was really adopted. He grew up for 40 years as a, a blood son, and nobody knew any different, but, but um, they saw something shift and change when he heard uh, about his heritage, and he killed somebody, and so he ran for his life. And so after 40 years... Uh, he sees this bush on fire. 
the fiery bush. He sees it on fire, but not being consumed. The Bible says that he turns aside when he sees it. And a lot of times, and this is a bit of a side note here, a lot of times when we see a sign or a wonder uh, in a miracle and God is doing, we need to turn aside. We need to thank God. We need to be appreciative. We need to uh, get involved in that. We need to look a little deeper into it because a sign is supposed to cause you uh, to wonder. A sign is to bring you closer. And he saw this. He is tending his his father-in-law's sheep, Jethro, and he was on the side of the mountain. He sees this bush. He turns aside. He goes closer to it. And as he's coming close to it, the voice speaks, the very same voice that spoke, that would come down in the cool of the day and speak with Adam and Eve before they fell. The voice spoke, take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy ground. That place you stand is holy ground. And I want to tell you today, what made that ground holy where he stood upon was nothing more or nothing less than the presence of the almighty God. Who is on the inside of you if it's not the presence of Almighty God, the Spirit of the living God? So this is what is sanctifying you. This is the thing. This this person called Jesus, this person called Holy Spirit, this person called the Father, and now abides on the inside of you. It's Christ in you, the Bible says, the hope of glory, the mystery of the ages that is unveiled right now is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's Christ in you that makes you holy. There was bunny droppings. There was sheep dung. There was briars. There was dirt all around. And you look at your life and you say, how can I be holy when I have this dirt in my life? I have all this um, stuff in my life. I'll just say stuff in my life. What? How can I be holy? I tell you, you don't make yourself holy. It's only the presence of an almighty God that can make you holy. This is the beauty of this whole born again, born from above, born of the spirit and born of heaven thing is that you have become one with the spirit of the living God. You've become one with the creator of the universe. You've become one with all the resources of heaven. You have become one and have accessibility to everything that you will ever need to fulfill purpose. But you have become holy because of the presence of God. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless. You know what it is to be blameless? You have no blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why is that? Because the creator of the universe lives on the inside of you. The kingdom of God has been established in you. That kingdom of heaven is within you. So you are holy. The Bible says, be holy even as I am holy. What makes you holy? You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are, you see, I'm going to go through it again. Like you are baptized into his into Christ. You are baptized into his death. Okay, let's just turn 
uh, quickly over to Romans chapter 6. And we're going to go through this line upon line here again. Oh, actually, we went through a scripture similar to this, but I don't think we've hit this one yet. Um, so Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. So here we go. Uh, pay attention to this. Don't, don't shut me down just because I'm reading scripture because we're going to break this down. Uh, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? So this is talking about what, you know, where sin abounds, grace does much more abound, and God's grace is God's enabling power. And so he's answering this. He says, what shall we, shall we say then? Shall we continue to, in sin that grace may abound? He said, certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? See, we have died to sin. Ah, Father, I just stop right now, Father God, and I pray for our minds to be able to perceive your word today. I'm asking for revelatory knowledge. I'm asking for mystery unveiling understanding to Lord God come upon us today as we take apart these scriptures and as we look into these scriptures and we go deeper into what it is to be born again, born from above, born from heaven, born of the spirit, Lord God, and not just born of the flesh. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So let me just read this again. How shall we who died to sin, all things have, all things have passed away. We died to sin, live any longer in it. Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized, that's the Greek, Greek word bapto, which means to submerge or to drown. You are baptized into Christ. So when you, everything, and I'm, I'm going to tell you about another amazing Greek word in, in a minute, but you were uh, baptized into Christ, meaning you are baptized into the anointed one and his anointing and everything that Christ participated in, you participated in. So let's go on to the, the rest of, let me start at verse three again, John, or Romans six, verse three. Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ, into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death, so you were baptized into his death. This is the word of God, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a conjecture. Con, conjuncture, uh, con, this, this is not just my thoughts. Sorry about that. This is not just my thoughts or this is not just conjecture is what the word I was looking for. Praise God. <laughs> this is not just jargon. This is not just assumption. This is the word of God. You were baptized into Christ Jesus and you were baptized into Christ Jesus, the anointed one, and anointings, death. His death. Therefore, in verse, verse 4, it says, Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. My God. So you were baptized into Christ Jesus' death. You were, you were submerged, you were drowned in it. Therefore, we were buried, 
not only in his death, but we were buried with him. Everything that Jesus did in his, in his death, burial, resurrection, ascension, and seating down in the glory realm of God, everything Jesus did, this you partake and you partook of it. Wow. Therefore, let me read that again. We were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. We should be walking in newness of life right now, not just when we get to heaven. Getting the revelation of our new birth and our new creation will give you a revelation and a manifestation of the kingdom of God. Galatians 5.25 says, if you live in the spirit, that means you're born again, born from above, born of the spirit, born of heaven. If you are born again, you should also not only live in the spirit, but you should also walk in the spirit. Even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Say, Father God, give me the revelation of my new creation so I can walk in newness of life. Say that out loud in Jesus' mighty name. See, what we don't understand to the depth that we need to, and and I pray to God we're getting it, is that Jesus actually became sin. One who knew no sin became sin. I know you've heard me say it a few times, but it's revelation to me at a new level that Jesus became sin. And he actually spiritually died And he was actually spiritually resurrected. The big deal is not that his body came back to life. Lazarus did that. Lazarus came back from a physical death. But Jesus came back from, he's the only man that was separated from God that got reconnected and born again and recreated by the glory of the Father. And this is exactly what happened to you at your new birth. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. I hope you're getting this. Okay, so Romans chapter 6, verse 5. I'm just going to move on here. I've got like 20 minutes, maybe 15 Yeah, 15. For if we have been united, that's the Greek word sumphutos, sumphutos, meaning united together through the process and born together with or joint origin. For we were united, sumphutos, meaning united together through the whole process. Hmm. And born together with or of joint origin. So for so when, when I'm read united, you need to hear what the depth of that word means. For if you have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, 
that we should no longer be slaves to sin. I want to tell you today, you are no longer a slave to sin. You are, you have, you do not have to in any way abide underneath the totalitarian dictatorship of a carnal flesh or a carnal mind or the devil himself. You are now born again. Sin has been destroyed and sin can be destroyed in your life to the degree that you understand and receive the revelation of your freedom and liberty in Jesus' mighty name. Oh my God, I got to read that again. Are you ready? For we have been united, symphotos, united together through the whole process in the likeness of his death. Certainly, we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. You were created uh, to be like, and you were created in the image and then the likeness of God. And now you're being recreated in the likeness of his resurrection. Verse six, know this, that our old man, your old man has been crucified with Jesus. Do not allow anybody to give you an excuse to live a sinful life by saying this to you. Oh, your heart is wicked and deceitful above all things and who can know it? Desperately wicked. That's not true. That's not who you are. The old man has been crucified with Jesus Christ that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. You don't, ladies and gentlemen, today, you do not have to be any longer a slave to sin. Verse seven says, for he who has died has been freed from sin. We died with Christ, so we are free from sin. Verse 8, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. Death no longer has dominion over us. Hallelujah, because we've been born again just like Jesus. Oh, my God. Verse 10 says, for the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. Verse 11. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but also alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Okay, let me hit this from another angle, and we may go back to that scripture. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that coming alive to you guys? The spirit of revelation is just hitting us today. Thank you, Jesus. Turn with me, if you can, to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 42 through 49. What I'm teaching you today is so essential that you understand uh, whose you are and who you are and who you have become. Amen. Come on, can I get a better amen, amen out there? Uh, verse 42 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. Wow. Verse 43. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. 
It is sown in weakness and it is raised in power. It is sown in the natural and it is raised as spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. But the, the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. And this is, we're talking about Jesus. Jesus is the last Adam. And in other places it says the second man. But there is two men that walked on the earth. There was the first Adam and the second Adam. It was it, sorry, the first man and the, and the second man. And it was the and there was two Adams that walked on the earth. It was the first Adam and it was the it was the last Adam. And we are now underneath the lineage of the firstborn of many brethren, the last Adam, and his name was Jesus, that came to fulfill all the law in the flesh. Amazing that this man, Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father, that the word that became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This man, the last Adam, became a life-giving spirit. And you, ladies and gentlemen, have become, at your new birth, a life-giving spirit. Hallelujah. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 46. However, the spirit is not first, but the natural and after the spiritual. So what does that mean? However, the spirit, the spiritual is not first. So to have authority in the earth greater than uh, the demonic or the, the enemy or, or, or fallen angels, to have uh, that kind of authority, you have to have an earth suit. So you had to first be born in the natural. You had to first be born of flesh. And then you could be reborn in the spirit. And this is what it's talking about right here. I don't know if you ever came across a scripture and you say, I, I thought the spirit was bigger. No, no. It has to do with authority here on the earth. Verse 47 says, the first man was of the earth made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as it as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. And, and as, this, verse 49, and as we have been born, let me just start that again. And as we have born the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of of the heavenly man. We bear the image and that's not just looking like and acting like and smelling like it actually is because 1 John 4, 17 says, as he is, so are we in this world. He became a life-giving spirit. You're not just a living being. You're not just a living soul. You just don't have a mind, a will, and an emotions and an ability to obtain experiences and education and history. You're not just somebody that can, uh, your, your soul that's, that helps rule and helps to disseminate your emotions and, and give you a will to stand or not stand. It, it, you're not just a living soul or a living being inside a physical body. You have become a life-giving spirit. Woo! Hallelujah! Wow! You ha you must be reborn from above, born from heaven. 
when you are born again, and ladies and gentlemen, I want to present this to you. If you are not born again, if you've been listening to me, or you just stumbled upon this, and you're saying, I want to be born again, you just need to cry out and say, I believe that Jesus became sin for me. I believe that he shed his blood in my place. I believe he, he, he became sin so that I could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you receive, when, when he cried out, Lama, Lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? In the, the veil that, that covered, uh, that separated people from the Holy of Holies was rent from top to bottom, creating accessibility. Jesus Jesus abolished and destroyed and vanquished sin forever. And you can have it vanquished from your life and be preserved whole spirit, soul, and body at the day of his presentation when he comes. My God, that's so, so wonderful. Receive that today. Receive that gift today in Jesus' mighty name. I'm just going to go over this uh, scripture one more time before I end today. Um, and it's found in, uh, let me see here. Yeah, there it is. John chapter three. And I want to start in verse three. And I'm just going to hit this really quickly before we end today. Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly, and he's talking to Nicodemus, if you can remember, I say to you, unless you are born again, that's the Greek word, anothen, anothen, meaning above the highest place of things that come from heaven, from the first, from the beginning, from the very first. So I got some news for you, and this is some revelation. You were baptized into Christ. You were baptized into all of him, my God. This is what it says here. You are, you were born again. When you're born again, you're born above the highest place of things that come from heaven, from the first. When you are born again, you are born right back at the beginning of everything. You are, you have the DNA of the spark of God that created everything. From the beginning, it says, from the very first, you have been united with Christ Jesus. You have come into covenantal union. According to John chapter 17, you come into union, covenantal union. By, by the word, by his name, and by the glory, you have become one with the spirit of the living God. So I don't, I'll probably hit on this just a little bit more next week, but I hope this uh, part three, which is actually part two, part B, um, but the third installment of this uh, podcast series called The uh, Revelation of the New Creation, I hope that you're getting something. I'm getting, as I'm studying this, uh, things are being unveiled to me, being revealed to me. God is building his church on the apocalypto, upon the unveiling and the revealing of the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Father God, I'm asking right now that you would continue to give us a revelation 
of our new creation. And Father God, may we see the glory and the power and the, and, and the majesty of our new birth, Lord God, when we became life-giving spirits just like Jesus. Amen. So just a couple more things. In, in Isaiah chapter 46, verses 7 and 8, he says this, you see all this, but you will not prophesy. You see all this and you, you will not prophesy because I did not create everything in the beginning. I'm creating some things right now. When you understand that you, when you became this life-giving spirit, you are actually become a creator of things in the physical realm that you will begin to manifest things from the spiritual realm. This is powerful. This is why you need to know whose you are that Jesus is your Lord, that Holy Spirit can be made Lord every day of your life. And, and as you call forth Holy Spirit to come every day, that same spirit that you became one with, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, he will clothe you with the suitable suit so that you can walk out into the midst of toxicity, just like an astronaut in space or somebody uh, deep sea diving, wearing a deep sea diving suit. You can walk out clothed in the glory of God and you can be breathing in the midst of uh, in the midst of toxicity, you can be breathing heaven because you spent time being clothed with the very glory of God that's on the inside of you. Why? Because you became a life-giving spirit and you have accessibility to that glorious spirit. So I'm going to hit on it a little bit next week. And also I'm going I'm to be talking about um, the upgrade and, and what happened and, and why is it so much greater than than even Adam and Eve and oh my I'm, I'm excited about this series I hope you're getting a lot out of this anyway bless you guys go to my website barrymiracle.ca or wakeupintoyourdream.com they'll take you to the same place um, you know, ask me a question. If it, write me an email. If you have questions about new birth, if you have questions about the the revelation. If you have, if you need, if you want to share an encouraging word or whatever, I'd love it. I'd love to hear some testimonies. I have people inboxing me, but I'd love you to write me an email or even write on the podcast that what God's been doing for you. Make a comment there on your podcast carrier and give me some five stars and let's get this thing boosted up. I think I have like 100,000 downloads, but I'd like to get it up into the millions so that we can really, you know, take some place and, and, and really get the word of God into this world. Everybody, this, this, these podcasts, if you've been listening for a while, are full of hope. This world needs hope, and I am the number one hopium dealer. Ha! In Jesus' mighty name, amen. See you next week. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.